Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. I am your host, Rosh Sillers. It's so good to have you here for the last time as we talk about how to succeed on YouTube. I actually, through my journey, ended up face-to-face with the person who's in charge of the YouTube algorithm. And I want to share with you what he has said. Um, That's not why I'm ending the show. I'm actually, I think my time in this arena is done and I need to go back to the initial podcast that I was doing, which is the Creative Marketing Podcast, which I've been running in various forms since 1999. Um, It really kicked it off in uh, 2008 uh, as new media photographer, and I've I've you know started and stopped it. You know, many times it's had many incarnations, and it's time to go back and taking my knowledge of YouTube with it for that community. And I, I kind of put that podcast pretty much on hiatus, maybe a few shows during the time I focused on this show. But I think I've, I have a nice body of work, which if you're new to this show, you can go back and listen to all of the shows. You will hear guests, you'll hear my rants, you'll hear ideas. And I don't think there are any ideas or old ideas that would hurt you in the growth of your channel. So if you're just tuning in, don't worry, you haven't missed out, you have a lot of shows to go through. And of course, you can always catch me on the other podcasts and in social media if you have questions. So I'm not going anywhere. I'm just refocusing on what I need to do for my business and the the growth and and the the social media that I need to be in and the focus of that social media. So we all have to go through that process. I've been in social media a long, long time. And you have to reinvent and retool regularly in most cases. Some people get something and they can do it their whole career, but that's rare. You generally have to evolve. And so that's what I'm doing. But I don't want to leave you without sharing the core stuff and the story of what I discovered that will make you a successful YouTuber. I I think it's an important show. And I have other shows like this, but... Because I had that initial conversation, or that conversation with the uh, person who runs the um, the YouTube algorithm, as well as being at Vid Summit and really connecting with more people, a second time at Vid Summit had a great time, and I haven't had a show since Vid Summit. I, I let you know I was going, but I I didn't report back until now. So, as many of you know, with my YouTube channel. I have been going through a process like many of us. Look, YouTube is hard. Let's, let's get that out of the way. YouTube is hard and there's no guarantee of success. You can do a lot of the right things and not, not win at the game of YouTube. And as I've said many times, the, the internet is littered with social media and especially YouTube channels that have been started and stopped. And, but people had gone on and become successful in a different way, by retooling and changing things up. I've had many successes through the years in social and digital marketing. I've had many, many failures. And I would not call the channel that I'm about to close, I'm gonna do a video 
of that main channel that I've talked a lot about in our journey together. Um, I'm going to just finally, after five years uh, of regularly posting, it's been open since, well, you know, mid-2000s, but I got serious at the end of 2006, beginning of 2017, excuse me, not 2006, but beginning of 2017, and started building that channel and made a lot of mistakes, and I learned a lot from that and what I needed to do, and I've really been trying to improve what I was doing there because, look, some of it is me. I mean, honestly, if, if your channel is not working, there's some core issues that you need to understand. And a lot of times it starts with you. And it certainly started with me. And I started getting into the rhythm. And at the beginning of 2020, I had a video that was created. I didn't create a video. It's a, someone in India, and I'm not going to name the channel, but the, the, the person had about 20,000 subscribers. And he did a video about me saying, oh my gosh, this guy in the United States, he's been on YouTube for over 10 years. Well, the channel had been open for 10 years. And he only has about 2,000 subscribers. And in that, that is true. But really, I had only had the channel for really working hard at it for about three years at the time. And, you know, yeah, some people get a million subscribers in the first year, 10,000 or five. Yes, it was a slow growth, but certainly not the slowest. I have friends who've been on a lot longer posting regularly and have a lot fewer subscribers than I do and did at the time. But he made a big deal about it. And the thing is, hey, no big deal. Uh, but the, generally you would say fine, but the problem is a few problems. One, the guy's channel exploded and he's well past his silver play button now. And he's, he's hundreds of thousands. I'm sure he's working towards a million subscribers at some point soon. That, the problem is he was sending people to my site who were like, hey, you know, great, you can do it. You know, they're trying to be encouraging, but they cared nothing about the channel. This is a story you need to listen to. You need to listen to this story if you want to be successful on YouTube. And part two of that, not only did they really not care, but they didn't, most of them didn't understand English because the video that the guy created in India was created in Hindi. So I didn't even know what he was saying for the longest time until I got things translated. And he spoke English, so he communicated with me here and there, but you know, the thing is, he's sending all these people and he has this channel that's growing faster and faster. Now, sometimes you get a shout out and it's not really good for your channel. You know, a shout out from somebody that has nothing to do with your channel. And that stuff can clear through, maybe it takes a month. And same thing like with advertising. If you try advertising, it can really hurt your channel if you're trying to advertise your channel and it's, you know, not a business kind of a channel for your business. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that if you have a business and you're selling something. But if you're trying to grow your YouTube channel, don't don't do advertising. Don't do advertising. It often takes a month for it to clear that mistake out. The problem is this guy's growth was faster than the pace of clearing these people out because here's something we know. The majority of the people who come, who, who see your video, 
your next video that you upload are probably people who are recently viewing a video on your channel. And if that's the case, well then a good majority of the people who were watching my videos couldn't even understand English, nor cared about the channel in general. So they didn't watch very long. I could get high click-through rates, but they weren't watching because they didn't understand, they didn't care. Well, I posed this to the head of the YouTube algorithm, to keep it simple. And, uh, you know, I've been through this journey, I've explained this problem, uh, I thought I could work my way through it because maybe, you know, again, work your way through it, speed up, go faster than that other channel, focus in, which I've been doing and really focusing in. But it's so hard. It, YouTube is hard enough, but to have the headwinds against you like that, you know, continue. But I kept going for two more years, seeing I can beat this, I can beat this, I can, I can really work this channel. And you know what? I've, I've talked to experts, many of the experts I've had on this show. I mean, you've heard this story if you've listened to a number of the podcasts. And I've talked to many of the experts after we've been, you know, the show's off the air and we dig in and they come up with ideas and they think that could break through. You know, you got to, here are the things you need to do. And many of those things were very correct things. But I'm like, look, you know, the here's the foundation. And, and so, well, you know, they, they would shrug their shoulders like, hey, this is what I see and, and, and give it a try. And I would try many of their ideas. So here I am, five years into this process, and I'm face-to-face -face with the guy. If this guy doesn't know the answer, you know, how to fix this, there, there, there isn't an answer, really, right? And so I tell him the story that I just told you. And he paused, he thought about it for a moment, and he looked at me and said, you have a problem. You know, that's the last thing I wanted to hear from the guy who runs the algorithm on YouTube. And his suggestion was maybe talk to them, say, could you turn the video? I said, no, no, that, he's like, no, that wouldn't work. You know, that's not fair to them. They're making money off the video because that video gets a lot of views for them. And they're making money from that video about me. And, and other people have spun off and done other videos in Hindi about me in India. So it's not just that one, there are others too. And he said, well, you know, how, in, how much have you, you know, how, how committed are you to this channel? You just might want to start over again. That, that was the recommendation. Start over again. You know, and, and the thing is, a lot of these people coming from India are like, never give up. You're, you're an inspiration. Never give up. But meanwhile, they're coming and telling me to never give up and being the inspiration, you know, never allowed my channel, even when I'm doing things right, um, to grow. Now, how do I know that I could actually make a YouTube channel grow? Well, I've consulted many people in helping them, and their, I, those ideas worked, and they, they helped. But I also have, believe it or not, I have the opposite issue, believe it or not, I have a, a channel where people are commenting and saying, wow, how do you have so many views with so few videos? Yeah, the opposite issue. Well, that's, guess what, where I'm going next. I need to focus in on other things. So I'm, I'm closing down that channel. I'm going to do a thank you, and, a, and actually I'm going to go through this again and talk about this again on that other channel. But you can learn from this story. It's important to know 
that yes, click-through rate's important. You need to have, one, you need to be focused in on a topic. You need something that people will wanna watch one video to the next to the next. You have to do that, especially in the beginning. It's so important. And you'll probably wanna start off with a search, something that people can find in search and then build off of that. See, another mistake that I made, and all these mistakes are gonna help you, because and actually I have a video the last video is all the mistakes, and it's probably very similar to the beginning of this show, but I, I, I am continuing to help you <laughs> moving forward. Don't worry. But the other, the other issue is that I didn't listen to YouTube. I have videos that have done very well. I have videos over, I have video under, over 100,000 views for my niche. That was pretty good. And it's now paused, but I... I got pretty far with a number of good videos on, on that channel. And I didn't listen to YouTube in terms of the analytics and YouTube saying, hey, here is where your audience is. No, I had my own ideas. So it's important to start off, make sure there's an audience, make sure you're focused. Think of your, your YouTube channel as one big playlist going from one thing to another. Listen to YouTube. Let YouTube tell you that, hey, you know, these are the videos that people like. Do more of this. And YouTube is continuously rolling out so many new uh, features, which I will talk about on the other podcast. I, I, I will. I'll talk about those things, but I'll also be talking a lot of Google in general, SEO, pay-per-click kind of stuff. I mean, that's kind of where my business is, and that's where I'm incorporating the YouTube stuff. So to be successful, you need to know that there is an audience. You need to listen and create videos for that audience based on how they respond and how they respond that you can see within the YouTube analytics. You want people to click because you have a topic that they like, a title that they're interested in, and a video that they're willing to watch all the way through. And then from there, click on the next video that they will most likely be interested in. And so you wanna get people, that's where that 70-50 rule comes in that I've talked about many times, where you wanna get people, 70% of the people through to that first minute through the first minute. Now, YouTube in their analytics says 30 seconds. I like to get you to the first minute. And 70% of them, and then you can keep 50% of them to the end. And if you can keep 50% of the people to the end of that video, you can then hand it off to the next video. In other words, the next call to action is the next video they should watch after this video that you've just created and uploaded. So you wanna keep people on your video all the way through. And if you can keep people on for three minutes, then make three minute videos because you can not send them over to another video that's three minutes, there's your six minutes. And if they keep going, there's nine. But if you have a 10 minute video and you can only keep people for three minutes, they're just losing interest in that topic, the way you present it, they're dropping off and they're not getting to the next video and the next opportunity. So you wanna make sure that you're editing well, keeping things tight. If you really wanna learn how to do that, Watch Mr. Beast videos. You will see how he cuts and he cuts and it goes from one thing to another to another. He is, he is always taking, I mean, he now obviously has, you know, huge productions and he, he throws a lot of stuff out. You have to know that he probably has a ton of 
interesting things that he just throws to the cutting room floor because he knows he has to keep that video interesting, cut to cut to cut, and gets out all of the junk. And if you really study his videos, you will see how that works and why he is growing. Yes, he's growing because he has interesting topics and he's always pushing it to find something that's really going to get people there. he's, He's a master at that. But he is when it comes to the videos themselves, he, you know, look, let's, let's be honest. Mr. Beast, he, he's an average guy. He really is. I mean, there are a lot of people on YouTube who are more charismatic in person and on video than he is. But he has, and it just shows that you can do it too. I mean, he, I, I, he does great stuff, fun stuff, but let's be serious. You know, he's not the, the um, again, the charismatic guy you would think that would command, you know, 80 million plus subscribers. He's not Casey Neistat, you know, he, but he is brilliant at coming up with topics and keeping you involved in the story of that video with interesting things and really keep pushing it. He didn't always do money things and stuff related to money. But obviously, that's an area that YouTube said, hey, you're looking at his analytics. Those were the videos that people liked. So he makes more. He listens to it. It's not because he started off by giving people money. He just did experiments where in videos where people were made, you know, giving people money and people watched it. And so he built off of that, of course. One thing I found very interesting at VidSummit when um, the head of uh, Search and Discovery uh, was sharing some insight that he had to get permission from YouTube to share. It's a little fact that if you think about it and keep it in your mind, what this means, I'm going to give you the information, but you're going to have to really think about how this applies to you and your growth of your YouTube channel. He, he took time to break it all down among small to large channels, and there was a theme about how often YouTube actually suggests your videos. And it comes down to this. If you have, I believe in a week, have 100 views within that week, YouTube will give you 700 more chances to get more views. So if you get 100 views, your video will be shown about 700 more times. In other words, the opportunity to get that click. And so if you want to get that click, you may have to consider in the beginning, and there are YouTubers who do this, that in the beginning, you have a picture maybe of you or something they're familiar with related to the channel to, for your subscribers, especially the first 24, 48 hours. And then after that, it's going to be all new people, and for the most part, a good portion of them. And so you want to get them. So you need to create a thumbnail, switch out the thumbnails, and actually create a thumbnail for people who have no idea who you are. Thumbnail is certainly one of the top things that you need to be aware of and spend a lot of time with. Mr. B spends a ton of time. Other YouTube creators spend a ton of time making two, three, four, five. 15 thumbnails to work off of, even testing thumbnails before they launch. So many things that you don't realize happen in the creation of the best YouTube channels and videos. 
a lot of thought ahead of time, not just talking into the camera and then thinking up the topic afterwards after you say, oh, well, that's the theme of this video, so that's what I'll call it, and I'll make up a, a title and just slap together a thumbnail. No. You, if you want success, you need to think about what is the title and, or the topic, and will that topic be something that would be led to you from the last video and that's something you can lead to another video related. So in other words, does it fit within the playlist of your channel? And then you wanna make sure that you have a thumbnail that grabs people's attention, a title that grabs people's attention. If you wanna develop SEO, you can have some SEO elements, especially in the title very important, and then some of it in the description. You can have other various keywords related. If you wanna help people find you in search, then you know use that title, use the description box, but you also have to, within that title, have something that grabs people's attention, not just the robot's attention, the, the algorithm's attention. People need to click, so you can have a very basic title that's keyword basic, but then another part that's really exciting that grabs your attention. And eventually, it should just be the thing that grabs people's attention. And because you have that rolling, I mean, obviously, I don't think that Mr. Beast and Casey Neistat and others who've done very well, they, they don't, are not thinking about search. They're, they're thinking about suggested, because suggested videos browse videos. That's where you're going to get your growth. And so you got to get that click. And then, of course, it's time. You know, how long are people going to stay on that video? So you want to get a high click, and then you want people to get through that video. I have a video on the five T's, so I left one of them out, and you can go find that, not that video, but that podcast. I have it. It's in the list. Go look for it and listen to that one. You know, there are a lot of themes within these shows, and I haven't gone too in-depth about different uh, new releases of tools and such on the channel, because I really focused in on, uh, on, on this podcast, I really focused in on the growth of your YouTube channel. And so I think I'll be able to talk more about the new tools and things like that on the other podcast. But I, I really want you to get the core sense that, you know, again, YouTube is hard. You have to practice. You're never going to be successful on YouTube until you upload a video. That's, that's so true, and that's probably the biggest failure. Most people have failed at YouTube because they didn't try. They're waiting for the right moment. They're trying to make their first video the big hit, the viral hit, that is gonna take them to the top. And it generally doesn't work that way. It takes time. Look, if you can get to 1,000 subscribers in a year, you're probably doing pretty well. Um, if you can get to 10,000, you're solid, you're really underway. Um, if you do more than 10,000, you've got it down. But, you know, look, try to get somewhere between 1,000 and 10,000 your first year. If you're amazing, if people just embrace you and you find an audience, you could go much bigger, much quicker, but don't plan on that. Spend that first year just making videos with the plan that one video leads to another, or at least 
people who watch one video would like the other video because there's a theme to it. There's something there. You have to, if you go into that mindset in the beginning, you're going to be much better off than the folks such as myself in the beginning said, I'm going to just try and create a whole bunch of videos and see which ones people like. Well, guess what? I, I saw the ones that people like and YouTube showed me which ones people like and guess what? Those weren't the ones I wanted to create. And so I didn't create more. And that was a big failure, as I've mentioned in the, in the other show. So continuously doing those tests, yes, see what people like, because you can have various themes to it and you can see that, okay, this type of video does better than this video. You can put them in groups. You really should put your videos in groups so you can compare similar types of videos. And yes, you can do that. You can create groups of videos in uh, your, your YouTube studio and you can compare the different types of videos, maybe lengths of time, maybe some topics, maybe styles of videos and compare and see. See how they do in the first 24 hours. You can do that. You can measure that. How did vi these certain videos do in the first 24 hours? That's helpful because that's your audience. That first 24 hours tells you what your audience thought of that video. Because after that, then it's going to go out into the general public more so. So you have to, but YouTube will not take a risk on your videos if your audience isn't interested. And again, that's why that one YouTube channel had such a hard time growing because the, the latest, the last people who went, were there who watched some of the videos, you know, only spoke Hindi, <laughs> didn't care about the type of video I was creating. And so, I mean, that's the audience. And so if these people don't like it, well, then obviously we're not going to share it to more people. And, you know, they, YouTube thinks they know, it knows my audience. My audience are people who are interested mostly maybe in tech and speak Hindi and younger people. And guess what? The reality is I'm talking marketing in English and I'm over 50. <laughs> There's no connection, <laughs> no connection at all. So you have to be careful. So with that, I say guard your channel and who you connect and collaborate with. Collaborations are helpful. You can really grow your channel by working with other YouTubers. And, and I, I think, quite honestly, that's one of the best ways. I, I think a lot of people have grown their channels by working with a group of people who have a similar audience target. And two or three of you can talk about each other's channels and send people back and forth. And that cluster will grow together. That is really important. That, that can be very helpful, but you have to be careful. Make sure they really are related to your channel. And don't go for the quick shout outs. Don't start, you know, trying to get people to shout you out on channels that have nothing to do with you. You know, what if they send you a whole bunch? I've seen it. I have friends who have gotten really good shout outs or recommendations from channels that maybe have a little bit similar, maybe the topic of the day was similar to your channel and they shouted you out. But for the most part, the people who watch that big channel don't really care in depth at your level. And yeah, you get some subscribers, but you can get a ton of subscribers and then 
nothing. And then it just, you, you get stuck and you get this plateau and then actually you can start losing the subscribers. And it's just, it's a horrible, horrible feeling. So you have to be careful who you collaborate with, who shouts you out, and the ways in which you promote your, your channel. And I've talked about this in other shows where, yes, social media, other socials can be fine. Other social medias can be just fine as long as the theme of those other so the theme of your Twitter account, the theme of your Instagram, the theme of whatever it may be, your TikTok is similar if not the same to your YouTube channel and then allow those audiences to know that, hey, yeah, I have a YouTube channel if you want to know more about me and you can gain some opportunity there, but make sure they are connected in a way in terms of a theme that that audience will appreciate. Look, the bottom line, and and this is part of why I am making this my last show is because if you've heard a lot of my shows, this all sounds very familiar, very familiar. I mean, you probably don't have to go too far back in the podcast to hear multiple themes like this. And this is the core to it. And this is where I am. And, and I, yes, I could go down the road of more of the, well, I do want to go down the road of more of the details and of, of YouTube and Google and different things. And that's why I'm going back to the other podcasts and, and other channels. And so I just want to leave you with this. First of all, thank you for those of you who've listened to so many of these shows. And yes, the, the first year was pretty consistent. The second year wasn't as consistent. Third year, definitely not as consistent. But, you know, I, I think we've really began to understand at a very high level after talking with all of the people, the guests, the, the different rants and topics and experiments that I have done. It truly is about one thing, and it's not you. Now, you, you could be a big part of why your channel works, but your channel will only work if you understand your audience, you understand who your audience is. The best thing to understand in the growth of a YouTube channel is audience. And think about audience first. Thank you to everyone who's been a guest on this show. Thank you to everyone who has listened to this show. And if you wanna catch more from me and Specifically, I focus in on Google. That's what my agency does. So that includes YouTube, pay-per-click advertising, and SEO. And that's what I'll talk about over at the Creative Marketing Show, where I'll kick off a new season in 2022. And I got to tell you, creating YouTube channels and this podcast has been such a great learning experience. Sometimes if you really want to learn things in depth, you need to just become a voice and just get involved at a high level. And I've gotten the opportunity to meet so many great people. You know, some of the best and the, the best YouTube educators are now my friends. And let me tell you something. It's a great honor. Probably one I'm not worthy of, but it's a great honor to have such amazing friends in the YouTube community. So I'm not leaving the YouTube community. Just refocusing and that refocusing will probably allow me to get even more involved than I have been, which I'm really excited about. And I'm looking forward to what is new, what's exciting 
in 2022. You have a great day. Get back into the archive and listen to all those great podcasts that are available to you. If you want to contact me, hey, try me out at Twitter, at Rosh Sillars, R-O-S-H-S-I-L-L-A-R-S, and you have a great day.